The Cooped Up Podcast is brought to you guys by Anchor.fm. People are always asking me, Koopa, how do I start my own podcast? And my answer, Anchor is the best place to go. Anchor is the easiest way to start your own podcast. It's free and it includes easy to use tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only is it easy to use, but Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on sites like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more platforms. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, do you want to start a podcast about sports, music, literature? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Cooped Up Podcast. The podcast that unfortunately still had to go to work today on a snow day. Tragic. (laughs) As always, folks, my name is Koopa, and welcome back to my podcast, where every week I sit down with one of my friends, and we talk about all the happenings that we're doing while we're all stuck inside. Doubly so today, because it is snowing outside today. And this week, folks, I I am blessed to be joined by one of my very good friends. She is a Twitch partner, content creator, and according to her uh, Twitter bio, a video game preservation enthusiast. She is one of my longest running friends on the internet. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm, warm, cooped up welcome to Retro Alley. Alley, my friend, how are you? Hi, I'm pretty good for a Monday. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, all things considered. Uh, so for, con- considered yeah. <laughs> for context sake, we are recording this in the midst of oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the biggest uh, nor'easters of the year. There's about two feet of snow outside my window oh. right now. So if one of our yeah, internets dies. I, yeah, I unearthed my car yesterday, and now today my car is completely covered again. So that's fun. That is the weather gods uh, spiting you, unfortunately. It mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. <laughs> I ask myself every time I like always ask myself around this time of year like why do I continue to live in the northeast when shit like this happens mm. like all the time oh yeah it's it's truly frustrating but Allie, why do I uh, do this to myself yeah right <laughs> 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 we, we I mean I, and you you left this this part of the country yeah. at one point and you chose to came back, back. <laughs> so you're a crazy so you're the crazy person I am I can't confirm that <laughs> but Allie, thank you again uh, for sitting down and joining Great. me now I, I i have to ask this question at the beginning of every podcast because this podcast mm-hmm. is mostly a way of me to uh to, to uh, affirm my own self-validation so i gotta ask that at the top of the podcast uh, is it accurate okay. for me to say that we're friends yes <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe even more than that <laughs> <laughs> that you know what you raise a you raise quite a strong point. Um, so I, I do. You know, it's 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 a fun question. I like to ask. I like the top of the podcast, and mm-hmm. I've like I've seen other podcasters like do this mostly for the to make the the interview feel more authentic. But I'm mostly doing yeah. it for my own self worth because I'm I'm vain mm-hmm. and I need that self affirmation in these oh, trying yeah, times. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Um, but we've known each other uh, through quite a, a number of different vehicles, and I was tr- mm-hmm. I was thinking about this of uh, I we met each other I think you and a mutual friend were on the mm-hmm. same like content team for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that accurate, the information is accurate. You were streaming yeah. at the time you were pretty heavily involved in smash content. My yes. realm of the internet at that time existed in smash. smash. And, 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 yeah. and yeah. And, and now we are, we are here. We have blossomed into whatever the hell this beautiful, like gaggle of memes is. <laughs> of memes that's uh yeah that's accurate that's accurate okay yeah that, that's good to know because you know you you've obviously worn a bunch of different hats you know you were a smash player mm-hmm. uh you mm-hmm. did you do primarily pokemon content still but you, mm-hmm. you 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 since do do some some other stuff so for the people at home that might not be as inclined to you as i am why don't you give us a, a quick synopsis mm-hmm. of what your footprint on the internet actually is my footprint oh man um so yeah hi hello um alley aka retro alley previously scf3 if you know that name um <laughs> oh, I do. yeah that that scf3 is dead um anyway 
yeah, I at least when I started out streaming, you know, I started out doing a lot of like Pokemon and like Smash stuff, and then sort of branched out into more like variety Nintendo kind of stuff. But yeah, I pretty much just stream pretty much streaming every day or almost every day for the past like what six years now or something crazy, which is oh insane God. to say out loud. Yeah, it's gonna be six years in like uh this month, which is insane. In yeah, twenty one like, days. That is absolutely insane because we've known each other for like. F- I think a good portion of probably that. Probably five. We, yeah, we've been friends for about yeah, five years, I pound. think. That's right. Like pound, oh I think. Yeah, that's what, pound 2016. That's Ooh. wild. Wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah, like, that I remember. a long time. Well, because I've known you long enough to where you got partnered and you got your, your sub yeah. badge. And I have one of those nifty yeah. founders badges. You so, do. <laughs> so that means I was one of the, the first person to, to buy. Oh, in, yeah, to buy into the buy FCF3 <laughs> stock. Oh God, the stonks! Don't worry, we're not, this isn't a. St- I'm not educated enough to like talk about program. the stonks. <laughs> um, the Although, memes are good, though. I will give it that. Yeah, the memes. The memes are great. Um, it's one of my most mm-hmm. used emotes for a reason, and it's well, 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 <laughs> it, it's uh, it's fantastic stuff. But so mm-hmm. this is something new. Before we start getting into into the into the meat of things, um, mm-hmm. so every I have. Uh, at the end of every podcast, I always make sure to tell the viewers um, to ask us a, uh, to ask a question. Let us know what, what your questions are to, to, to feed back into the show and all that fun stuff. And as I, re- I recorded an episode over the weekend, and mm-hmm. as I was recording, uh, my friend who I was interviewing that week uh, sent us mm-hmm. in a viewer question, Allie. Mm-hmm. So the question of the week <laughs> comes mm-hmm. from my good friend, Sean, and he asks... Mm-hmm. What's your favorite condiment to spread and your favorite condiment to dip? So, hmm. what, what, so I, I, I have my answers pretty, pretty much mm-hmm. set up. I, uh, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of ranch. Ranch is a great dipping mm-hmm. sauce for dippings. I'm, I'm gonna give you a, 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 a weird one for my favorite spreadable. I okay. love, I, I love pesto sauce. I put pesto sauce mm-hmm. and I think on like everything. It's very, very yeah. good. So that, that that's that that's my hot yeah. take for a, a great that's spreadable. Great. That's your hot take. I guess for me, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm kind of boring because, like, I don't I don't usually like get sauce or anything on stuff unless it's like ketchup or like really anything spicy or like hot sauce or like whatever. So I probably put those two. Um, or like, oh, I really like. I mean, I pretty much. No, I haven't been doing this as of late, but at least like a month ago or two, like I would just like eat. Spicy salsa with like everything, and like Ooh. dip it in everything, and just put it all. Yeah, so I'm that kind of person. <laughs> That's good. No, honestly, I am a. It's I, good. I love it. I'm addicted. <laughs> I am a. I am a connoisseur of all things spicy. I actually discovered mm. today that somebody in my house like threw out my bottle of sriracha, and I yeah. am like mortified. Ooh. I'm very hurt right now, Allie. Oh, that's 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 betrayal. I know it's grounds for me to move out if it wasn't in the middle of the snowstorm. Oh. So. And a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that too. Um, so you know, just general, you know, uh, pandemic stuff. So how, how how are you doing? I know you're you're uh, located on the East Coast, non doxable location, mm-hmm. East Coast, uh, and you're currently you're you're currently working from homes, uh, correct? Yeah, I've been so uh, I've been working from home since March, and it's funny because I started my the job that I'm currently at. I started like a week or two before quarantine happened. So I've pretty much like worked from my current job. Like I've worked more from home than I've actually been in the office. So that's oh, kind wow. of ironic. Um, and it was even more ironic is because since I moved like two, two or three months ago, I moved closer to where my office is. So before I had a 30 minute drive and now like I have a five, 10 minute drive, but it's not like I'm going in. <laughs> so Yeah, you're definitely saving a lot on gas, I'm sure. Oh, definitely, definitely, which is pretty nice. So that's I like, like that. that's an interesting uh, talking point because you're obviously a content creator. You've been making, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be streaming or creating YouTube videos, you've been doing that for, like mm-hmm. you said, the better part of the last six years. But mm-hmm. you're also working like a regular like nine to five day job. So like I've always I, I'm sure I've talked about this before in passing with you. But do you find that balance like hard to like to like balance out like doing content while also having to be like a functioning adult like in the real world yeah I, I guess to an extent obviously like it's not easy but like 
keeping in a routine like really helps me and like honestly having like a quote-unquote actual job or normie job kind of helps balance out the craziness or weirdness or like intensity of like streaming and the internet in general because it kind of just like grounds you in a way not in like a pretentious like ego sort of way but it just makes you realize like you know the internet isn't the end-all be-all I guess of things like even though I feel like, you know, I'm on it like 24-7. So it's kind of <laughs> in that sense. And like, it's just something normal to like balance out the craziness. But like, I mean, for streaming for me, like, I mean, yeah, I did it full time for like a couple years. But then I was like, you know, I want stability. I like stability. I like health insurance. So <laughs> honestly, <laughs> so like, yeah, <laughs> that's funny because we're, we're both in that same yeah. age bracket uh, where yeah. we, we both really like health insurance and to have it yes uh, because yes we're, i got uh, that yeah, because according to the eyes of the government we are uh we're fending for ourselves now um mm-hmm. but I, but i think that's really cool and i think i i love just because you know obviously i've i've known you for a long time and i've seen how you've you've taken these different avenues with your content creation mm-hmm. and you've mm-hmm. always found a way to like you know continue to create something while also mm-hmm. like having like a really like badass like real life because you studied, you, you, you were studying abroad in Korea for a while, and uh, you yes. moved. You had a, a brief stint uh, where you mm-hmm. uh, worked for Twitch for a, a short mm-hmm. amount of time. So, mm-hmm. like yeah, that, I, I think that's yeah, I, th- I think that stuff's <laughs> awesome. And I, I, I personally yeah. miss like the the poverty like five a.m. like Korea streams. Like that was a uh, oh, was a great oh time. my god. See, I always think like nobody remembers those, or if it, like they, it's people that do remember them it's like the people that have been around for like a long time oh my god yeah that was i would like i had class from like let's say like nine to ten or or something like that and then i would get back eat lunch and then i had maybe like two or three free hours before my internship that i had to go to later in the day so i'd stream at like 10 a.m korean time which is like i don't know what like 11 p.m here something or something like ridiculous that. And I was streaming from my laptop, which was a hot mess. So, and then, yeah, I would stream for maybe like an hour or two. And then I'm like, okay, guys, I could go to my internship. trip. I get dressed in like my fancy clothes, walk to the bus stop and then go to work for the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> so like, that was interesting. <laughs> How long were you out there for again? Uh, it was like three months. Oh, wow. Jeez. It feels like way longer than that for some reason. It did. I, I want to go back, but obviously, you know. Yeah. That and like Japan, I want to do, but obviously that probably won't happen for like a year or two. I know. I mm-hmm. was. It's it's funny. Um, this year or like bad back in twenty twenty, you know, when things looked like semi normal, me and my friends were actually talking about like you know traveling abroad because I had just gotten my passport uh, as a Christmas yeah. gift. So yeah, so like nice. uh, I was super excited. I was gonna like go to all these places. I wanted to go. To, I I wanted to see Korea. Like I obviously like you know mm. the culture, the country is beautiful. The food is great. Um, Ooh, what it is so good. Yeah, I. Oh mm. my god, I miss Korean That's fried chicken. That's where my love of so. spicy food, I think, has come from. Because I never liked spicy stuff before I went to Korea, and then I went to Korea, and I'm like, I like spi- I like torturing myself. I like spicy food. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I. It's just I, so good. Like it's great. It burns, but it tastes so good. Ugh. It's yeah, and like sometimes you get like you, you get a good heat. Like I don't, I don't like like the like the insanely like hot stuff where like you're not even enjoying yourself when you're eating it. Like, oh like, yeah, yeah. Like I like a very like mellow like you know I'm I'm sweating a bit, but I can't tell if if I'm sweating because I'm out of shape or if I'm sweating because <laughs> this chicken's really hot sort of heat. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. but you know maybe by the maybe by the end of all this you know maybe I can I don't know I'll, I'll fill my void with Bonchan for for the time being because they just opened one by my house, <laughs> uh, which is great. But um, so obviously, you know, we we are this is a, a pop culture podcast at its at its uh, mm. at its uh, core. And mm. you were someone who like when I kind of had this idea hatching, you were someone that I, I had at like the top of my list of people to talk to because uh, you're you're big. I know it's <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm flattered. Um, but <laughs> for one of the big reasons behind that is that you made like a. I'd say not like a steep change in in your content, but like mm-hmm. you really like went hard on on the retro aesthetic. So mm-hmm. like talk a little. I, I wanted to talk to you about like you know just give your history on like how you got really like fascinated with like mm-hmm. you know the retro genre and like how you kind of came yeah. across like yeah I'm, I'm gonna like put all my eggs in this basket and go for it. Yeah. Well, I guess it it kind of all started like 
I guess in like middle school is like where all of this like happened initially where like basically I think at that point like the DS and like the Wii had came out and like I love the I love the DS obviously like the Wii's okay I didn't play too much of it because <laughs> uh my brother won one at his prom and then like oh wow since it was his he like sold it like down the line so like literally all I played was Brawl and Pokemon Snap but anyway that's besides the point so that was around <laughs> that era and as like things were moving forward like again I didn't play that much of the Wii but I played a lot of the DS because I like handheld and I was like man you know like I just like playing my Game Boy like that's my favorite like I like the old games I like especially Pokemon like glitches and stuff like that in Gem 1 like I was super into that and that's how that was sort of like how I got into like retro gaming I guess specifically because I was just going back and either playing stuff I used to have or even stuff that was like you know not even around or I wasn't around when it came out like the NES and stuff and so I kind of got into not only the retro games from that but like the history of it I've always found fascinating so then you know I started streaming in like what 2015 and I started out with like Pokemon and like Melee primarily was kind of my thing and obviously like with Pokemon you know there's a lot of the older games, you know, like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, all that stuff, N64. And, like, I've always preferred that because that's what I grew up with. So pretty much, I mean, I've always been doing Pokemon and, like, Nintendo stuff. And then I guess I'm trying to think probably within – well, it's 2021 now. So within, like, the past, I don't know, like, two years or three years, let's say, is when I sort of pivoted more into doing – um retro stuff just because like that's what i'm personally into that's the kind of stuff that i like and that i watch whether it's streaming or youtube or whatever so it's like you know you want to make something that you would want to watch that you would enjoy right and that's what i liked because i was so burnt out i guess for lack of a better word of like the grind on twitch (laughs) and i felt comfortable enough to like do my own thing and like do what i want versus what i felt like i had to do which don't get me wrong like i still love pokemon but like i look back on like what like 2017 streams where i grinded out like you know sun and moon and ultra sun and moon when it came out and going back to like omega ruby f sapphire x and y like i love those games but like streaming them day in and day out you know that's what that's what got views and that's what brought people in which is totally fine and great but i didn't want to stay um you know, I don't want to stay just in one thing. And that's definitely what I'm probably most well known for, I suppose. Um, but yeah, basically like the past two or three years, I sort of pivoted, you know, I changed my Twitch name, which like that partially kind of had to do with it. Not that my old name was like, you know, not related to retro stuff. Cause my, my old username, long story short, is like related to back in like middle school when I got into like the internet and Pokemon and retro games and stuff. But like, I changed my username. That was, like, a big part of it. And then focusing on doing, like, playthroughs of old games that I either have or haven't played. And so pretty much, yeah, the past, like, two or three years, I kind of just pivoted to that and then um, stuck with it and, like, stayed consistent with it. And now we're here. Um, so I guess that's sort of how all that happened. And, you know, I don't know. I like what I'm doing now. And I don't, you know, I don't see myself going back to like like you know right now sword and shields like the big pokemon game like i don't see myself like going back and streaming that game every day of my life you know like i maybe used to would have had like a couple years ago right with the 3ds games but i know friends that are in that realm and just only do pokemon still and that's great but i love pokemon but like i also like streaming other like retro games and stuff and like you know the old pokemon games but um yeah so that's kind of I guess that's kind of how that happened. <laughs> that's, that's awesome stuff. And I definitely resonate with like having a really bad like first screen name when you first start getting onto the internet. <laughs> like I, I think you can talk to most people in like our age bracket. Like oh, you yeah. know, like anyone from like, you know, our to like mid to like late twenties range and like everybody's first screen yeah. name is some like synonym of like an anime or, or like a, a t- like uh, video oh, game they play when they were younger. Lover yeah. I, I remember oh man, I think mine was my first email address I made, I was like really into Zatch Bell when I was younger. It's oh, like one of my no like way. it's yeah, it's like one of my favorite like nostalgic animes. Like I read the manga. Like I I'm not much of a manga reader. 
like because a mm-hmm. I can't I, I don't want to say I can't read that's rude but like I like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad reader but like I was just so into this show when it came out because I, I just like thought the concept was so cool that like I think mm-hmm. I made like my I think I made my first email address like Zatch Kyle or something dumb like that no like, way <clears throat> probably it was I would listen it was a different time back then um oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've changed maybe but Zatch Bell still rules though that's one of my favorite shows of of all time um but I, I got to say, like, as someone that's obviously been like, you know, a viewer of your content. And, and like I said, I've known you for a while. Like, I, I mm-hmm. love the, dire- the the direction you've gone because retro seems to be like in again. It's it's weird. Like, it's a oh, weird yeah, thing, it's thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you I, see it's it all the time. Blowing up again. Yeah. And I got to say, like, from just from like looking at your like, um like, you know, I'll scroll through like your your social media feeds and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. the thing that I love about like the retro stuff is that I'm, I'm pretty like ignorant to like the older stuff. Um, mm-hmm. cause like I didn't have like a game boy when I was growing up and stuff like that. Like I didn't have, mm-hmm. you know, my, my first consoles as a kid were like, you know, more of the modern consoles. Like my first DS was the DS Lite and stuff like that, which by oh, the way, I love the fa- DS Lite. it's one of my favorite consoles of all time. The, the DS library yeah. is so good. Oh, like, so oh, good. That's why the 3DS is so good too. Cause it's backwards compatible. Plus you get all the 3DS stuff. And like the eShop, you know, digital stuff. So it's the same reason for me because you said you didn't grow up with the Wii. It's the same reason why I still like love the Wii as much as I do because mm-hmm. yeah, I was a huge GameCube kid growing up. Like the GameCube was the first mm-hmm. console where it was mine, and not I, I didn't have to share it with like my brother or something. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird because I the so the first well the first console we had in my house technically my brother got a PS2 and that was a big deal. I remember. Oh wow! Like back in the day. And then my first console that I had that that was mine was a GameCube. Um, and then I think we I think we also had um, an Xbox or whatever, but I didn't play that as much. That was mainly my brother. But <laughs> then when we got the Wii, yeah, like I said, my brother won it from like his prom or whatever. And like it was like our like families or whatever, but, you know, it was his. So like I didn't really have it for I, I couldn't tell you how long we had it for. I had it long enough to play. A bunch of smash and a bunch of like pokemon snap but like and pokemon ranch and stuff but you know i didn't have it for so like a long enough time where like i was playing all the like good games on wii and stuff you know um you know outside of, like wii sports maybe <laughs> but yeah. like so that's why for me like that's why i don't really um like i'm nostalgic for like that wii era you know because the wii's cool and everything and like the graphics and the aesthetic or whatever but in terms of the actual games on the wii you know, all I played, like I said, it was like Brawl, Pokemon Snap, and, and Twilight Princess, which I've never beaten. But um, yeah, oh, wow. those are like the main three things I played. Yeah, I actually got um, one of my viewers sent me Twilight Princess in the mail today uh, for GameCube. So I'm going to stream it, and I'm very excited because I really want to beat it. Oh, they sent you the GameCube um, version? Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I had, the cool. Wii ver- I had the Wii version, but obviously I don't have a Wii. I used yeah. to have a Wii <laughs> mainly for Smash tournaments, and then I sold it. <laughs> I like, oh my gosh, I actually completely forgot that Twilight Princess had a GameCube release. Cause, I like, know, I feel like, yeah, everybody kind of... And to my knowledge, that, like that version of the game still sells for like a lot, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I forget off the top of my head, but yeah, it's wild. Like, I, I kind of forgot, it's kind of like Breath of the Wild, like beat on the Wii U and then the Switch. Yeah, um, I just did a quick Google search, and like the cheapest version I can find is like it for $75 on eBay, so... That's crazy. Oh my god, GameCube games have like spiked up so much, not just because of the pandemic, but it's like everybody our age has a job now, so they can <laughs> go and buy all the old GameCube games. Like literally, like the only GameCube games I have left, like on my list, are like F Zero GX, amazing game, uh, Mario Party Six, which has spiked up, which is stupid. Oh wow! And then nice. uh, what's the other one? Uh, there's one more. Why am I brain farting? Mario Party Six. Oh, oh, Super Monkey Ball 2. I actually, I forgot oh. to take that off. my. I bought that last weekend for like 10 bucks. So. Great game. Oh, I love that game. Absolutely it makes banger. me a little motion sick, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the point of Monkey Ball. It's supposed to make you feel a little yeah, that's true. Uh, on the inside. And like so- something else that I like love um, is that you've really opened my eyes to the, to the market of like, modding these like older consoles and stuff like that mm-hmm. like you have a a, a a plethora an arsenal i dare i say <laughs> of like these like you know these backlit game boys these like game boys with the yeah. clear coats and They're stuff fun. like that um yeah. which out of those out of the ones that you have which ones are like which which one of those like modded consoles is your favorite 
Oh, definitely. Um, so my f- a friend of mine on Instagram or one of my mutuals, Dan, he does modded Game Boys, and he originally made me. You've seen pictures of it, but for anybody that doesn't know, um, I originally had this like all white Game Boy with white buttons and like a Pokemon like screen lens, like you know the border around it, right? Mm. But then, and we did a trade for it, so I sent him a bunch of games that he was looking for, and he in return modded a Game Boy for me. So then, what he did. He's like, hey, like, I made, like, an updated version of, you know, the Game Boy, like, a V2 of the Game Boy I originally made you. So the new one is basically same idea, except the buttons light up, which is really cool. And it's a better, um, it's, like, a better screen, basically, without, like, going too in-depth. But probably that one. But I will say, I just finished um, a couple weeks ago... um, this company retromodding they're in canada i think and they sell like parts for mods for systems and handhelds and stuff and they sent me you know some stuff to build a game boy for like you know a video and like a post or whatever and i'm actually working on that video right now but i posted a picture of it and it's this like galaxy looking game boy um like the original game boy and you can change the screen color like there's like freaking 20 different colors to choose from it's really, really cool. Oh, wow. um, but that one's definitely one of my favorites. Not only just because I did it myself, but I just think it came, like, it just looks really freaking cool. Um, so that one, and I that one I've been, like, when I've gone to visit family, like, I'll, like, bring that in my book bag just for, like, the road, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice to have one to just, like, bring around just for fun. But probably those two, I think, will probably be my favorites, but... That's, like, definitely one of my favorite rabbit holes to, like, fall down whenever mm-hmm. it's, like, late at night on YouTube. Like, people, like, restoring, like, old consoles to make them look like they're new again or, like, modding these older consoles. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know how many times I've watched people, like, like stick Nintendo 64s into portable consoles? Like, it's so it, – it doesn't mm-hmm. get any – it doesn't get old to me. And, like, one of my – um mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm, I think that's where I'm, like, very nostalgic is for, like, N64 stuff. And uh, – because one of the last – things that i i have an aficionado for collecting gamecube controllers like i like to just to buy mm. gamecube controllers just because you can never have enough oh, of i want that emerald i want that emerald gamecube controller it's so pretty but it's so expensive there was a moment in time I, I regret this for for a long time but like somebody uh-huh. i knew on twitter was selling an emerald one for like a pretty reasonable oh. price it was like yeah now oh, now they're really expensive yeah like it was a pretty reasonable price and like i never used like paypal before so like I was just like, what the fuck is a routing number? Like I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, oh, God. I, like like I don't know what any of this stuff is. So like I like passed like the guy like messaged me. So like I like lost out on like being able to buy it. I'm like, dang, like dang, that would have been awesome. Dude. Yeah. So like once yeah, I yeah. Oh, there's um one of the last things I did before the world ended is I went to a tournament <laughs> and um yeah. there's oh, I forget the name of this guy's stuff, but I'll if if I remember I'll link his 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 uh, his Twitter in the video description, but he sells mm-hmm. like you know these uh, like custom made buttons and and GameCube controller shells. So the mm. the GameCube controller that I currently use uh, is like a, a a like red tinted clear shell with like N sixty four buttons mm. in it. So it looks like one of like the old like N sixty four controllers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's like one of my like like prized possessions of controllers. I really really like it. Yeah, um, that's sick. Oh yeah, if, if I remember what his what his uh what their Twitter information is and stuff like that, I'll link it in the video description. Yeah. But uh, comes highly recommended. So while we're on this <laughs> the subject, as as you mentioned it, you're you know you're a a collector of video games. What's like been um like like what's your favorite thing that you you've collected? Like what's something in your collection that you're like mm. really really proud of that you have? Hmm. Oh. Probably, uh, I would say so. The one with like I guess the most somewhat interesting story is so Pokemon Yellow complete in the box. I got a couple months ago, like near the end of last year, uh, I think. And I was looking for it for a while, obviously, because it's like it's my favorite game. That's like the first video game I ever played, so it was one that I really wanted. But obviously, that game's really expensive, and I actually had lost out on it um way way earlier last year or maybe even the year before where you know i have a game store near me that i go to and they had it but um long story short it was i I know the guy that owns the place and like i think it was a new worker and i was like hey man like normally they usually you know if you're there a lot they'll sell you stuff um 
you know, if you want just the box and the manual and not the game, because like obviously I already have the game. So like I'll ask them and they're usually cool with it. But the guy that was working there that day, I think he was new, you know, I asked him and he didn't let me. And I was like, what if I just like buy the game and like trade it back in? I was like half joking when I said that. He's like, nah, man, like whatever. And I'm like, okay, screw it. Like, you know, and even though it's technically cheaper then, um, when I saw it again last year, I had just did a trade in and obviously the price has gone up. So I still paid a decent chunk of money for it. But what was cool about this one was that um, when I opened it up, when I got home, obviously it had all the stuff in it. Um, and I had gotten just the box and the manual. I didn't need the game, obviously. Um, but when I got home, you know, what's cool about it is um, or ju- just in general with some games, sometimes they have like, for example, I have a Hey You Pikachu that has a Toys R Us sticker on it, right? Oh, wow. Or like if it has the receipt with it or something like that. So I opened the yellow box and the receipt was in there. And it was the receipt from when somebody had originally bought it. And it was from the Walmart that used to be like down the street for me, which was really cool. And it had like the date, the price, it was like 25 bucks and like the address and the phone number of like the, the old Walmart I used to go to as a kid. So I felt like I kind of went like full circle because like obviously it was from someone that's like local to where I am. It wasn't just like, you know, so, so it's, I don't know, it's kind of cool. Like that's that one I'm like kind of the most hype about just because it's my favorite game. And the fact that it kind of had that in there, like as a surprise, I thought that was cool because it's more of like a story behind it or no, whatever. That's, that's awesome. But, it's like um, when you like boot up like an old wild. game. It's like when you boot up someone's yeah. old save file and like you like look at like what they were doing. Like I love doing that when I buy old games and like sometimes... oh, that is the best, especially <laughs> with Pokemon games. Yeah, because like you're just like looking at like what point of the game these people are at, and I'm just like, damn, this guy's like four badges in and he has like four water types. Like my man, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's wild. Like, oh like somebody must clearly like Misty and like the whole like only yeah. team of water Pokemon aesthetic. Oh, I love that's one of my favorite things to do. I did that for a video once where um, it was uh, not last year, but the year before, which is crazy saying that because, you know, we just lost a whole year, basically. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) when I went to Pokathon, the like charity Pokemon stream thing that I did, um, basically, you know, they flew us out to like a bunch of Pokemon streamers to California and we all did like a marathon for charity. And there was a game store near um, Direct Relief headquarters, which is like the charity we were working with. And I bought, um, what was it? I think it was Pokemon Diamond or Pearl. I forget which one, but I bought it. And you know what was on there? It was a bunch of hacked, obviously mostly hacked, like shinies and stuff. But this person or this girl, you know, had her whole original team, like, fully evolved starter like fully evolved team like seeing somebody else's team that they've clearly used throughout the game was just like so cool and it was funny just seeing all the hack stuff too um, but i <laughs> traded all the pokemon i traded all of them to my soul silver so i could actually like use them uh which was really cool but it's like stuff like that it's just really really neat you know yeah there's um it's funny you mentioned that because i remember that was a big deal whenever like pokemon made a transition from like the game boy advance like into the ds era was like mm-hmm. how are you going to get your pokemon like you know from your older games into these newer games and i thought that like mm-hmm. the way that like the gen 4 transfer system did it was like genius by like just like oh mm-hmm. yeah if you stick your game boy or like you know if you stick your your game in the game boy cart you can like mm-hmm. you know transfer them over via like the pal park system and stuff and there is i think somewhere in my room I don't remember where. It mm. might be lodged in between my couch cushions or somewhere in a sock drawer. I don't remember. Mm. It's a copy of Omega Ruby that has a Glalie in it that I've had since I was in the fifth grade, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so. my God. Yeah, that's, like, for me. Or, like, that's – I mean, it's long story short, but I have, like, a Raichu from, like, Emerald. So when I was in, like, ele- or yeah, elementary school, I've transferred it all the way up into this, the Switch games. Which is crazy. And I have a couple other Pokemon like that. But, like, I have Pokemon from when I was in, like, fourth grade. And now I'm, like, what, 26? <laughs> like, it's <laughs> wild. Like, no other – I well, I could be wrong. But, like, to my knowledge, I feel like there hasn't been a lot of games that have done, you know, something like that. You know, like that sort of backwards or forwards compatibility, I guess. No. And I think for, like, for most other games, I don't think it would make, like, a whole lot of sense. I think for other RPGs, maybe. But, like, for Pokemon especially, because, like, Pokemon Mm. just keeps, like, building upon itself and stuff like that. And, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, like, you'll look at, like, RPGs. Yeah. 
Yeah. You go ahead. You go ahead. Oh yeah. No, I was just gonna say there's some RPGs where like, especially if it's on a console, like if it's like, oh, you have save data on your memory card from the first game, and now you're playing the sequel. You know, we'll give you like some items or a special, you know, side quest or something like that. You know. Oh yeah, like I I love stuff like that. Um, and I think just the way that Pokemon's done it has been great because like there's something like very nostalgic. Like you know, you play through, like I, I I'm so like anal when i like put together pokemon teams and games like oh, and I, I i i will be like I, I can talk about that more in depth in a second but like you know you go through pretty much the whole game playing with this one team and then you get to like bring all your like old pokemon up to speed and like you know mm-hmm. they they like look different in the graphics engine and especially from like the gen 3 to gen 4 transfers where like yeah. Back in Gen Three, like all like the Pokemon names were like capitalized. <laughs> so like, yeah, I love. I still like. Okay, maybe not in the newest, newest ones, but if I go back and play the old ones, I always name my Pokemon. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's like I have to. I'm obligated. Yeah, it it looks weird otherwise because everything else is so yeah. like like it's so stylized and like capitalized. I think there was um mm-hmm. when I was a kid back. Uh, one Christmas I got fire red and leaf green because I'm the baby mm. and I need to have both or I would have complained. Yeah, you gotta have both. Yeah. yeah so like <laughs> in in one version of the game, like I I like like properly like wrote my names out where like it's a capital letter and lowercase letters yeah. and it just looked so freaking weird. It looks wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It it felt wrong. It felt very wrong. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so like I um, like we said, you know, Pokemon is is a big like. Um, you know, it, it's a big point in our lives, and it's actually been a, a fun talking point, like on Twitter, the last couple of days, because everybody's mm-hmm. like mapping out their their Pokemon journeys of like seeing like where yeah. people's. Have, have you seen this yet? I think because like what the anniversary or whatever. Yeah, Pokemon turns twenty five this year, I think, which is crazy. Oh my god, I'm a year older than Pokemon. We're a year older than Pokemon Alley. I'm just as old as you are. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're That's just so kidding. Crazy. We're both nineteen. Um, yeah, we're both. I'm twelve. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talk. We talk and we talk and play video games on the internet. We're children, but um, <laughs> no, it's been a fun journey. Like seeing like how many people mm-hmm. have like you know started where and like um, one yeah. of my friends had like a really like like wild graph like a la spongebob like drawing his fingers all across the screen and stuff like that where, yeah. where yeah, she like started here and then she went back to play these older games and then she like started yeah. like, she, like, she like skipped like three generations that's wild yeah so, i mean i pretty much went in like I, I pretty much went in a straight line the only like throughout the years of the games the only time i ever maybe had even a slight break was like around um probably like around gen five like i played heart of silver when it came out and I, i'm pretty sure i got black and white right when they came out um and maybe it was going into black and white too or like you know i mean i was in high school at that point so like you know just life happens so like i didn't play it maybe right away i was still always into pokemon but it's so funny too i've talked about this on stream where i feel like it was like cool to play pokemon up until like the ds games and like that's when like i was in middle school and like people are like oh no that's for babies so like that was like my big secret in like middle school and high school <laughs> was that i still played pokemon so like and then it was funny because in high school one of my friends um in our band class one day he brought in his game boy color with yellow and i was like oh my god like is this cool again like what the hell i've been playing this whole time and now everybody thinks you're cool because you brought in the old one like what what the heck man <laughs> dude it's so funny you mentioned that because that same exact thing happened to me growing up no. yeah so like there was always this like mount rushmore of things that people would shame you for in like grade yes. school it was, it was like if you played Yu-Gi-Oh, if you watched anime mm. if you played pokemon mm-hmm. or if you like mm-hmm. uh god what's the it, there's like some fourth thing it might have been like magic or like another card game like yeah. if you did any of those four things you were just like a social outcast and nobody wanted to go to the dance yeah. with you um oh yeah but like <laughs> but like that same thing happened i i remember it fondly i think i was a a sophomore in high school and mm-hmm. um all of a sudden all these kids just started like bringing around like um their game boys and their ds's and stuff like that and everybody's just playing pokemon mm-hmm. again and i was just like wait yeah what the fuck is this cool again like, i know like, like, what, I, yeah, 
yeah like people are just like screaming across the parking lot like yo like do you got like like can you trade me this and do that i'm just like what year Mm -hmm. am i living in and like you're kind of seeing like like bits and pieces of that happening again because oh yeah because the anniversary like the tcg has blown up like oh it's crazy yeah all my friends are either trading stocks or trading pokemon cards and there's no in between Like it's absolutely yeah, it's absolutely insane. And like you taught like, yeah. back back in 2016 when Pokemon Go came out. So like, Pokemon. Oh, yeah. This like, is yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say like Pokemon as a brand is just like constantly exploding. And like Go wasn't like my cup yeah. of tea. I, I I personally hate mobile games. Like I hate playing games on my phone. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that, but. I only play honestly the only the only two mobile games I play are Pokemon Go. Like I play that every day, like kind of casually. And then, you know, maybe, like, once a week I'll play, like, Fire Emblem Heroes, and, like, that's it. Ah, so you're a sucker to the gotcha uh, slaves. I don't play for the gotcha. I just <laughs> use the freebies. Because you're Cause a I smart refuse- person that has to pay rent. I yeah, I don't – I yeah, I refuse to uh, – I refuse to pay for the waifus. But it's funny with Pokemon, <laughs> like, we've kind of had sort of I – and mean, I've heard people, like, podcasts I listen to um, – on like youtube and stuff discuss this at least specifically with within the realm of like you know the cards and like pokemon as a franchise but like pokemon's kind of sort of blown up or had pokemania almost like three times now which one it was when it first came out two was when pokemon go happened and then three it's kind of happening right now you know with the whole logan paul thing with like the cards that's sort of what snowballed oh, yeah. then now you know we're getting into the 25th anniversary and you know we're probably gonna get some sort of announcement in like the next month so like and, you know, it's so hard to, like, even find the cards because, like, people are buying freaking Walmarts out and stuff. Like, so it's it's kind of wild. And it's only going to get crazier as this year goes on because, you know, they're going to be doing – like, this is only the beginning of, like, the anniversary stuff. They've barely started, so. Yeah, I know people that, like, like pre-ordered the newest cards, like, months ago, and they still haven't mm-hmm. gotten them yet, which is, like – Oh, no, yeah, that's like, supposed volume. to come out soon. I, I'm, like – I I've given up on getting the new sets right when they come out and if I'm patient which is like what a lot of like TCG people are saying to do it's just like because with how not to get like too rambly but with how Pokemon is doing it they're producing stuff in waves because of like the pandemic because they've been slowed down and behind on stuff so they're doing stuff in waves so it's like incremental periods where product is available but it's small bits as opposed to doing it all at once which is what they would do before. So, like, I'm sort of just holding out and trying not to freak out about pre-orders. And I'm just, you know, waiting until, you know, things calm down a little bit. <laughs> if only Xbox could do that with – if only Microsoft could do that with the Xbox so I can buy one. But it's fine. Oh, I'm not God. mad or anything. <laughs> but um, oh, so, yeah, that that's that's awesome stuff. It's really funny. And this is a, a quick thing I'll, I'll talk about before we tangent into the <laughs> other stuff I wanted to talk about. Um, But mm-hmm. speaking of the Pokemon, uh, Pokemon craze – there is yeah. a, a a mutual friend that we both that uh is a viewer of, of your streams and is also someone yeah. that lives like maybe five minutes away from where I live. Um, my good friend Papa Gansley, who is a a content yeah. creator. Um, I want to just give him a quick shout out because he's gotten into the shout Pokemon out. craze. He was like the he was like the prophet for like. At least in, like, we're in the area that I grew up in. He was, like, the kid that was, like, yeah, like, he's, like, likes all the retro stuff. And, like, nobody thinks less of it because it's just, like, he's him and he's, like, cool as ice. So, like, oh, um, I, cool. I, I just I just found it very funny when, like, aspects of my, like, personal life, like, cro- like crossed over into this, like, weird sphere of the internet that I exist on. Yeah. And, like, well, that's, yeah, that's, like, when, um, uh actually this happened the other day i don't know if i don't remember if you were like there or not in chat but uh an old friend of mine from high school uh found my stream and normally your first instinct is like oh dear god but it was actually good (laughs) what happened was my sephiroth like smash reaction had gotten i let this really big like gaming reaction compilation channel use my clip in their video Cause I was like, oh, like that's a that's a plus for me, you know, exposure, whatever. Um, so I let them use it, and they posted on YouTube. They had said they would post it to YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, and a bunch, uh, not a bunch, but maybe like a handful or a couple people. I don't know how sort of a couple people like on um, like Facebook, which I barely use, very rarely. <laughs> As you should. Had, 
as I should, you know, they saw me and put two and two together. It's like, oh, I know this person. Like some people know I've been doing Twitch stuff and some people don't. And again, I don't really keep up with anybody from high school or college. Like I mainly just stick to my group of friends like that I've met through the internet, like nothing against anybody from college and high school, but like, I just kind of try to distance myself from that. I guess. Yeah. You're in a different part <laughs> but, of your uh, life. So yeah, I don't know. But anyway, um, and like not you know i mean i have some old friends that are like nerdy i guess but like you know i'm just i'm doing the internet i'm on the internet that's all we have to say about that anyway (laughs) (laughs) i'm on the internet now anyway so yeah one of my old friends from high school found my stream and we like reconnected and it was really cool just because like i don't know we were like we were really good friends in high school but like never really kept up after that um but now like you know he's in my discord and like we played league a few times it's just kind of fun like it's it's kind of funny like Cause it's like, Oh, I feel like I just saw you, but that was, you know, a really long time ago. Um, so that's kind of, that's, that's a wholesome story. Cause normally, normally if it was somebody that like, I wasn't friends with, I was like, who are you? You know, but no, it was somebody I was like actually friends with. So yeah. Like, I, I don't know how to listen to this, but no, yeah, I, I <laughs> if, if you do, please subscribe. <laughs> nice, um, cool. <laughs> but, um, no, that's, that's really funny. Cause like, I totally feel that where like you have this footprint on the internet and like, it's just like such a weird rush of like, oh god, like how do I explain this to someone? Like when you yeah. like when you talk to them again, because like when if and like when it happens in like an organic sense like that, like I've had you know because I'm I'm primarily like a Smash person, I'm a commentator and stuff, so like I run into a lot of people when I like you know I'm like advertising tournaments, and they're like, oh yo, like mm-hmm. I'm I'm interested in doing this, like I'll get a, a message from someone that I went to high school with, and like. You're like really cool about it, but versus when like you know I'm going to you know to quick check at three in the morning to buy Oreos and like you know in my, in my sweatpants and I run into someone it's just like yeah I, I you like do this thing on the internet right and I'm just like no yeah. no no I don't <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my god I don't know if I've ever uh, I think I've see the only time I ever get recognized obviously is at like conventions primarily or like just in general, if I'm on the West Coast, because that's just more, they're more savvy, I guess. I don't know. But I don't think, uh, I mean, maybe there's been a time or two I've like randomly been recognized, but it's not like, it's not a regular occurrence unless I travel like outside of where I am. But also what's funny about that too, now that you say that, is sort of like the, I don't know how to describe it, like the weird, you, you probably feel this, the kind of like weird balance you have between like your real life sort of life or like persona whatever you want to call it and then your internet stuff slash like persona and like balancing that and like trying to keep it like you want to keep them how do i describe this like they're they're their own entities and like you don't want at least for me personally i don't like when they bleed too much into one or the other like my you know this my like personal or private stuff that's how it stays like i don't broadcast that kind of stuff like i'm just here to play games and like that's it so it's interesting to sort of balance that and then explaining it you know it's like family or whoever it may be who either could be in that space and totally get what you're talking about or explaining it to you know your like boomer parents (laughs) but (laughs) no i get that um i think the weirdest place i've ever been recognized as an entity on the internet is when i was getting a new cell phone at the verizon store and the guy knew no who I way. was. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. All I got out of it was like five dollars off of a pop socket. So that proves or how like <laughs> how how much my worth is to uh to Your the sweat. impact of society. Well, but you know, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of like the weirdest place I've been recognized. I mean, yeah, like I said, it's always a convention. So like if I'm you know at a convention, I'm like out getting food or like walking around or something. Like not maybe not in the convention itself, but like outside of it, because you know obviously whatever city gets like taken over by those people. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I can't think of anything like super. I haven't thankfully haven't anything like crazy happened to me, um, or like any like weird. Way. Like oh, I met this person while I was in the bathroom. Well, no, the bathroom. <laughs> so. It was weird. But, but oh, I mean, the, the, but anyway. So. so um, we, we, yeah. we, that's really funny. Hopefully, hopefully that never happens to you. But 
Uh, <laughs> moving on. So obviously the crux of, the, of, you know, the podcast and stuff is, you know, the pop culture stuff. And you're yes. someone that obviously like, you know, that uh, really embraces the retro side of things. So I ask my guests this mm-hmm. every week. What is a, it, it could be like a new piece of media that you played for the first time, an old thing that you went back to play for comfort's sake. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what's, 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 it could be a video game, a movie, a TV show or whatever. Like, so what's something that you've like played or consumed media wise in the last year that you really mm-hmm. enjoyed? This weekend, I watched Rogue One for the first time, and it was really good. Oh wow! Okay, was, that's awesome. It's way better. It's way better than in terms of being like a cohesive movie. It's way better than uh, like the the new Star Wars movies. As much as I like them, like Rogue One was like way more cohesive in like an actual movie, you know. And not I won't spoil anything, but like. I didn't know what to expect going into it because I pretty much knew nothing about it. But like by the end of it, I was like, oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> that so, is definitely recommend that if you're into Star Wars. Yes, it's so. on Disney. It's on Disney Plus. Um, please yes, watch it because as I recently seen it, right? I've seen it. Um, I watched it for the first okay, time good. a couple of years ago. Um, nice. It is the best new Star Wars movie. That's my hot take. Thank you. Hot take. Thank you. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's a. <laughs> I hope that's a normal take. Man, I, I think it's so. The, Are we going to get on a Star Wars tangent? No, because we'll be here for another three hours, and I don't want to do that. That'll okay. be for another podcast. Yeah, but, uh, but um, so my I think like two takes you see people like kind of like put together as like the sequel trilogy has been finished is that Rogue One, pretty good movie, and that The Last Jedi, not a bad movie. I think people. I Jedi, but I know some people like to poop on it, but that's because uh, I like Kylo Ren. So yeah, I know you like Kylo Ren. <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's awesome. Rogue One, Rogue One's awesome. It's 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 such a fun ride, and the anthology movies, like you know, even at their worst, because like I actually just recently watched Solo for the first time because I'd never seen it. Yeah, it, that's gonna be next. I won't spoil it for you. I enjoyed it. I know. I I understand why people don't like it. But I liked it because yeah. like, at the worst, even a bad Star That's Wars I, movie is fun. Still, yeah, exactly. I feel like for like if a Star Wars like, yeah, like what you said, like it's, it's sort of this actually kind of applies to Pokemon, too. But it's like it's like when people say like, oh, this Pokemon game, like people say Sword and Shield flopped. Like, yeah, Sword and Shield's not my favorite, but like it's still sold ridiculous amounts. And even if it quote unquote flopped. That would still be amazing for like any other franchise. And the same goes for Star Wars. Like there could be a Star Wars movie that like flopped, but it still made a bajillion dollars. So like, yeah, maybe you know, maybe they made a little bit of money or broke even or whatever. But like, it's still like the bar. I think is a little bit better. Like, it's a little bit better than if you watched an actual shitty movie. People just have really high expectations. Yeah, if that I, makes sense. I know that the, I know that that movie went through like some production issues and stuff like that. Like directors. <laughs> you know, backing out at the last second and stuff yeah. for creative differences. So, but I, I, I think yeah. solo is definitely like worth your time to watch. And as someone that's like yeah. pretty, like deeply invested into like star Wars again, after how great the Mandalorian has been, um, I highly recommend mm-hmm. yeah, um, it. Now is a great time to get into star Wars because it's so easy and like oh, yeah. accessible. It's so accessible. Yeah. With like Disney plus and everything. Yeah, the big the big yeah. mouse is, has taken copious amounts of my money, and, and and in a few weeks I uh, I have a planned podcast where I talk about Wandavision with one of my friends, and ooh, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So that'll be oh, fun. Um, I get like free Disney Plus through my through my phone provider, so that's pretty nice. So do I. Shout out to Verizon. Oh, <laughs> just <die>. hell yeah! <laughs> Please sponsor me. Let's but, go. Um, <laughs> sponsor the podcast so, so we can keep getting free Disney Plus. So I curated my content that I wanted to consume this week because I knew you were going to be here. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, Allie's big thing is retro. And when I think retro, yeah. I think nostalgia. And when yes. I feel nostalgic, I go back and I, I, I think of things from my childhood that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And I watched two movies uh, this mm-hmm. weekend. That really that mm-hmm. I have been on my radar for a, for a bit, and one mm-hmm. of them was really good, and one of them was not good. So, Allie, mm-hmm. I want you to choose for me. Which one do you want to hear me talk about first? Uh, the not good one. Okay, so I watched the Legends of the Hidden Temple movie on CBS All Access. Oh my god, I forgot that existed. Right. So, if you're not familiar with Legends of the Hidden Temple, it is a game show. That ran on Nickelodeon from 1993 to 1995, hosted by Kurt Fogg, 
and features the voice of D. Bradley Baker, who voices who's a, yeah. a, a, a yeah, very prominent voice actor in the industry. He voices like everything ever, honestly. Yeah, like look look up his IDBM. It's like or oh, I am IMDB. God, my language IMDb. is insane. Uh, um, but so this movie came out in 2016 as a, a movie adaptation of the game show where these three kids, uh, they go to a, a hidden temple, uh, amusement park and, um, they end up getting lost inside of like the hidden temple that is the, the theme park is, is based around. So, mm. you know, they have to find a treasure at the end of the temple and bring it back to the, uh, to the beginning of the temple. So like they, they hit a lot of the beats from the, from the game show. Like Kurt Fogg is actually in the movie, which is really funny as a fictional oh, version of him. Yeah. He plays a fictional version of himself, which is funny. Oh my God. Um, D Bradley yeah. Baker actually replies, reprises his voice as Olmec in the movie, which is cool. Yeah. And like, they like pay homage to like all the kids in the show and stuff like that. Like there's a, oh, like cool. the kids, like there's a green monkey that follows the kids around. There's a, there's a, a red, uh, a red jaguar that like shows up so like all like the animal mm-hmm. beats are hit they even uh have they, they have like one funny joke where like the kids get to the shrine of the silver monkey which is like notorious for being like one of the hardest things like in the game show oh that always ticked me off yeah and like know? it's funny because like the kids are like oh it's only three pieces how hard could it be and then like the next scene is like four hours have passed and i still haven't figured it out yet <laughs> So like that got like a legitimate laugh out of me, and like you know it's a, it's a Nickelodeon like direct to TV movie, so like the acting wasn't great, yeah. and like it yeah. wasn't it, you know it, it was fine. Like I got a couple of chuckles yeah. out of me and stuff like that. So it's on CBS mm-hmm. All Access if you're curious about it. Um, Legends of the Hidden Temple rules. And also one last joke that made me laugh is that after at the end of the movie when the kids like escape and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. um the guy like one of the guys at the end of the the show gives them a brochure to space camp which is like one of the prizes you can win on the show which I oh, was really funny. that's funny yeah so that's like it, like if you know if you're looking for if you're looking for something stupid to like burn an hour like if you're like folding laundry or something like throw yeah. it on um the thing that yeah. i watched that i really liked uh was mm-hmm. uh hey arnold the jungle movie Oh, is that the, didn't they make, is that the new movie they made? Or was yes. it from, okay, I haven't seen it, but I like Hey Arnold. So I won't spoil it for you, but, um, so Hey Arnold the Jungle movie is a direct follow-up to the two-part, uh, if you're not familiar with Hey Arnold, it's a show that ran from, like, 2002 to, like, 2006 or something like that on Nickelodeon. It's, like, one of their most mm. famous shows. It's one of my favorite shows on the platform. Like, it's really I, good, I, yeah. Hey Arnold rocks. It's, like, it's a great show of, like, like it, it's it's a it's a it's a children's show that has like really good like adult messaging and stuff like that like you learn a lesson in some of these episodes and stuff um so this yeah. movie came out in 2017 um and it is a direct follow-up to the two-part episode the journal um and if you're not familiar uh the big gist of hey arnold is that you know his uh his parents aren't like in the picture Yes, and football head. <laughs> he has a football shaped head. But um, there's a two part episode that like explains why Arnold's parents aren't around because he lives with his grandparents in a boarding house, mm-hmm. um, and like it finds out that his parents like they they're they're essentially like the cartoon version of like a Doctors Without Borders. Like they fly to like mm-hmm. other countries to like provide health care for like these other places, and I think they end up in this like fictional city in like South America. Where they like help mm-hmm. these this race of people from like a sleeping sickness and stuff like that, and then they eventually yeah. get called back to like do another mission there, and then they just went missing. And then uh, the episode ends with Arnold finding a map in one of his dad's journals to where they are, and then mm-hmm. uh, you don't you hear nothing about that until this movie comes out in 2017, which is a direct follow up to that episode. So like Arnold's uh, class wins a, a trip to go to the South American country. And then mm-hmm. shenanigans ensue to where he tries to find where his parents are and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, it's it's for nostalgia's sake. Uh, number one, they update a lot of the characters looks and stuff like that. Uh, oh, so every, cool. Yeah. So everybody like looks cool and like modernized. The voices are like pretty similar to the ones of the original voice actors because obviously a lot of these kids grew up <laughs> like, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. like you can't like repeat, you know, you can't bring back a lot of the same actors. Um, yeah. but, but the, the show, but the movie was awesome. It's, it's animated beautifully. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the ending is, is great. And at, without spoiling anything, they actually, again, another mm-hmm. running gag in Hey Arnold is that you never knew what Arnold's last name was. 
And in the movie, oh, yeah. in the movie, they tell you what his last name is. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I highly recommend watching it. Uh, I I have CBS All Access because I am a I am a sucker for reality television. Um, but mm. CBS All Access uh has access to like a lot of Viacom uh like properties and stuff yeah, like that. So they properties, get yeah. yeah, so they get a lot of like they get uh Nickelodeon stuff and like MTV stuff. So like that's where I watch a lot mm. of my like Nicktoons and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So. Highly recommend it. I'm sure you can buy it on YouTube, rent it on YouTube for like five bucks and stuff yeah. like that. But if you're a fan of Hey Arnold, you'd like this. And like that was like right in my yeah. wheelhouse as a kid. Like that that like yeah. mid 2000s like Nickelodeon stuff. So comes with the the yeah, cooped up seal stuff. of approval. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I know. Like we're we're both uh, we're you know we're both childrens of that era. So like you know we we talk in SpongeBob quotes like kids oh, in our mid twenties do. Day. I know. I, I could probably do a whole episode about SpongeBob, um, but we still got some time left. So, is there is there is there anything else that you've that you've uh, played uh, or watched that you really liked? Um, recently, I'm trying to think of like some stuff I played recently. Not necessarily streamed, but um, I've been playing Puyo Puyo Tetris Two because I love my puzzle games. So that's good. Um, I'm addicted to no one's surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also what else have I been playing and then on stream lately yeah I've been playing Pokemon Crystal big shocker I know um, that is your favorite of the Pokemon games correct yes yeah that's my number one and then number two would be Pokemon Emerald those are like my top two those are my one and two um, also it's really funny <laughs> good you got good taste you got good taste but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing lately uh, nothing, nothing too crazy but uh yeah that's uh that's what's been going I, on with me so <laughs> I, I gotta say i've actually been going back and like playing some older pokemon games because like i go through i have this itch yeah. every now and then and i just recently got a new uh, uh um my 3ds broke like a few years ago and oh, I, no. I yeah and i saw that they're like, are gonna like stop production on the 3ds soon so i hopped on it and i bought a new nintendo 3 2ds xl oh. um yeah great system fantastic yes i love and the 3ds so much yeah the 3ds is fantastic it's one of my favorite systems uh for obvious reasons mm -hmm. but um so yes. i uh i was i went back and i played through pokemon uh x again for the first time in oh. like maybe like five or nice. six years um yeah and like i i i love those games so much because like um the the big thing about the 3ds for me is that i needed a game to come out on it that would like drive me to buy it and like mm -hmm. Pokemon is a system seller. Like I'm obviously gonna buy Pokemon. Oh, totally. So like when they announced that yeah. the new game was coming out, I immediately bought one, and I'm like, okay, I'm sold. And I um, <laughs> I I played the game for like too long that Saturday when <laughs> I like got out of school oh or my whatever. God. So like, it was it was yeah. a fun time. And like I looking back on it, like that game was I feel like was always gonna get like a short end of the stick from that generation mm -hmm. because it's the first Pokemon yeah. game to like go into the 3d and stuff like that. 3d. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, I, I love the story of sun and moon. Like, I, I don't know how hot of a take mm -hmm. that is or not. Like, I really liked that. Like cheesy, like Pokemon story. Take. Yeah. Like I liked it. I thought it was fine. Like I liked the story of like, I liked the ending of sun and moon a lot. I thought that was cool. Yeah. So like those games were fun. And like, I spent like wait I spend way too many man hours like planning my Pokemon teams like I said earlier like I I like Good. like I, I like I like like to know like what Pokemon are in what version like I need to have like yep. you know specific types of each and that. stuff like that like I need to make sure that like I don't mm -hmm. I, I don't like having overlapping types when I play Pokemon it's like super uh, OCD yeah no I totally feel that yeah so like I like as much as I like love like Sun and Moon and the like, Ultra Sun and Moon was fine but like it wasn't great. Mm -hmm. And I still, I actually still yeah. haven't beat Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, 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 you know what it is? I like get to like the end game, and I just, I just get bored. <laughs> like, no, that's fair. I get where you're coming from. Like I get to the part of the game. It's happened twice. I get to the part of the game yeah. where like you have to fly. You, you get like the flying, the soaring ability, and then I just get bored. Mm -hmm. Um. And stuff like that. I do love that part. I, that part's fun just because, like, I wish they would, like, do that in the other games. But I know it's not going to happen, so. I know. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I've been playing through X and Y again. And, like, Mega Evolutions are busted. Uh, it's it's fine. But, like, oh, the, the game. Totally yeah, but the game just has so much personality. And, like, there's so many Pokemon in the game. So, like, 
every playthrough is like totally different. Um, yeah, yeah. Before we uh, before we get out of here though, I, that actually led me to like a really fun question to ask you. Um, mm -hmm. Is there a Pokemon? And I'm sure the the answer is going to be obvious because I know you. Um, is there a Pokemon that like you use if if that Pokemon exists in the base game? Is there a Pokemon like what what's a Pokemon that you use no matter what? Like if it's available to you. You know the answer to this, but maybe people listening don't. <laughs> if they're watching on the YouTube video, they probably get can guess. Um, and oh you, yeah. Yeah, but. Yep, Raichu. Raichu is my favorite. So, yep. That's a that's a good answer. Mine is uh, yeah. Snorlax. Snorlax is one of my favorites. Ooh. So. That's a good one. Yeah, that's and you one. get him so early in X and Y. And like he's it's it's busted to like to have a Pokemon with like that oh, yeah. high special defense like that early in the game, mm -hmm. it's stupid, and I love it, and I can't wait to go back and play some more because that game is is oh, uh I need to replay that. Oh, it's awesome! So like and you know as I as we wait patiently for a Gen Four remake, <laughs> um I will yeah uh I I'm if that if that comes to fruition, that was like one of the first games as a kid that ruined my sleep schedule. So I'm I'm greatly excited Dude, for that. Um, well, that was because that was in like middle school, and that's when I kind of like would start staying up like super super late, you know, and like sleeping in and everything, and I'd just stay up to play Pokemon Pearl. <laughs> yeah, and like um that <laughs> that uh my favorite Pokemon of all time is Krogunk because as a Ooh, as, as, as a as a kid growing up. I was obsessed with poison tree frogs, and when I found out that they made Aww. a poison uh, when they made a poison tree frog Pokemon, I was stoked. I spent so many hours in the in the Great Marsh, <laughs> hours of my life that I'll never get back. But it was worth it because Toxicroak rocks. And uh, yeah, uh, everybody, please put your Pokemon games in a pentagram um, for a Gen Four remake. Uh, that would be in 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 the sun and in the sword and shield style. Like I I think that would look like freaking fantastic. So, mm. but um yeah. So we've been going for about an hour, and I think we're 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 yeah. we're about done here. So once again, my friend Allie, thank you so much mm -hmm. for for sitting down Thanks and chatting with me because this is a lot of fun. So, um, is there anything you want to plug on your on your way out of here? Uh, of course. There's always something to plug. I guess isn't there? <laughs> uh. <laughs> So I stream every day on Twitch at 6 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash Allie, A-L-I. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at Retro Allie. Just swap out the O with a zero because someone took my name. YouTube, just Got Retro Allie. I upload every week. <laughs> and TikTok, if you're to TikTok, I'm on TikTok for at Retro Allie. So, yeah, that's all my stuff. Ooh, you're our, fir you're our first book. TikTok plug. Wow. Um, I tried. Oh my god! I tried to post a TikTok earlier, and apparently TikTok was down. And I'm like, not like usually, like you can see when a video gets views within the first couple minutes, but they kept like an hour later, it still said zero views, and apparently TikTok was down. But I thought I got shadow banned, so that was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, that would happen. But um, I I also put all those links in the description below and stuff like that. Yeah. So stuff like that. So uh, as for myself, um. Ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me on Twitter at KoopaNJ, like New Jersey. Follow the podcast at CoopedUpPod on Twitter. And email us questions again. Um, this episode will be coming out in, I think, a couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, email us questions at CoopedUpPod at gmail.com or tweet them at us. Like, I, I'd love to, to interact with you guys. And, uh, again, Allie, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. You're the best. Um, check her out on Twitch. She's got she's she, she's got great emotes, ladies and gentlemen. From Cooped Up, <laughs> my name is Koopa, and we'll be seeing you guys next time. <laughs>